Good vach, and hope you had an awesome Shabbos. Okay, so Chevra, this is the story. The reality of Rosh Hashanah approaching for me is really starting to settle in. You know, finding ourselves in a whole different landscape from how life was this time last year, if you think about it. And given all that's unfolded over the past six months, I'm just trying to get a little 2020 hindsight. You know, help me gain a little glimpse perhaps of 2020 foresight for some greater clarity and vision for my year ahead. You know, if there's one thing that I think I now know more than ever, it's that I have very little control over what happens in the world. You know, by now we should all know that. In fact, I think there's only one thing I have control over at this point, and perhaps that was always the case. Myself. You know, my actions, my choices, my perseverance, my aspirations. You know, at the same time, though, I know that I, or at least a force within me, is also often lazy, sometimes weak, occasionally deflated, and often easily distracted. So one area that I know I struggle with is in planning ahead, creating structure, seeing into the future instead of just focusing on the now. Now, obviously, the now is important, and we'll talk about that in a few weeks. But for now, I want to plan a little for the future, for our future together. You know, our sages teach us, Ezehu Chacham, who is wise. And while one of their sponsors was discussed way back in episode 51, another opinion is Haroa Es Hanolad. One who is wise is one who sees what's going to be birthed in the future. Wisdom isn't simply knowing what to do now, but having the insight to understand where my choices will lead in the future. And they are not always the same. In fact, they often aren't. As such, the first step for me, knowing that I usually just operate on the fly, is to create a little more Seder, a little more order, designed to the days ahead, and to get me and maybe us a little closer to where we want to be going. You know, operating on the fly is a good skill, but it often prevents me from the structure that's needed for growth. So I want to work on that. In fact, just saying that I'm going to be doing this out loud to you commits me to it. So thanks for helping me. I also believe that this year more than ever, there are many people who are looking for a little more content to bring into their hearts and their homes to give perspective and context to ourselves and those with whom we're going to spend the holidays and start the new year with. Therefore, this is what I'd like to do for the upcoming three weeks, the two prior to Rosh Hashanah and then the one in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. This week, I want to share ideas that inspired and continue to inspire me that I've learned from others. Not so much a line that they said, as much as a perspective or lessons from the lives that they've lived. The following week, I will share either a short story or parable that we could not only think about for ourselves, but which might be easy enough to share with others and discuss, especially around our upcoming Rosh Hashanah meals with whatever family we are going to be with, as there is a high likelihood that given the current situation, many of us will not access their greatest high of the high holidays in their shuls, but will have to create that which we can at our tables, which arguably could and should be even holier than our shuls. And for the week in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, what's known as the Yeseret Yemei Tshuva, we will share ideas that can take what people refer to as the days of awe and aim to turn Yom Kippur into an awesome day, regardless of where you spend it. Because at the very least, you should be spending it with yourself, but really with your true inner self. So like I started by saying, if we're looking to control the world, we will be frustrated. But we all know the story of the person who wanted to change the world and couldn't. So they tried to change their country and couldn't. Tried to change their city and still couldn't. Their community and they couldn't. Their family, God knows they couldn't do that. But then they just tried and dare I say committed to change themselves. And when they did, it slowly helped change their family, their community, their city, country, and eventually the world. 
That is what we remind ourselves of every Rosh Hashanah. As one of the prayers say, Hayom Harat Olam. Today the world is created. How? By what I start doing with it today. I also want to encourage you, as we spoke about yesterday, to invite anyone who you think would enjoy or benefit, need these podcasts for the three upcoming weeks to give them a little bit more inspiring content and help them make these high holidays a little more meaningful. Even if they just want to join us for the three weeks, they can do so by sending me an email to the2711daily at gmail.com. I'll put it also in the podcast notes along with a link to a little flyer that you can share with others as well. So... Here goes, a little more structure, and the only thing that I really have control over, myself. And let's go ahead and make the three upcoming weeks leading up to Yum Kipper the most meaningful ones we've had to date. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.